You are listening to Let's Talk Trio on podcast. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen to Let's Talk Trio. I wanted to take a moment to thank the audience for continuing to download our podcast and for sharing on social networks. That really helps out our podcast. I'm editing this podcast as I'm attending the NASPA conference in Orlando, Florida for the First Generation Conference. So far, the experience has been great. It's been a long travel uh, on Saturday and uh, looking forward to uh, the experiences. I'll do a full report on the next episode. For today's interview, I had Tyler Lovin from Colorado State University, a participant of the TRIO Academic Advancement Center, who will talk about his journey through TRIO. Now, this student's story is very inspirational. I want to encourage our listeners to contribute to the podcast Again, continue sharing, continue talking to other people about the podcast. More importantly, see if you can get on the show. We'd love to do an interview with you, whether it's by phone or in person. Uh, We can make things work out. I'm excited to be interviewing more guests this summer. We have Carmen Rivera from Colorado State University, who will be joining us. She's from the Vice President for Student Affairs office. We also have some guests from Clovis Community College joining us in July. I'm also excited to be interviewing Spencer, a student at Colorado State University, who will join us in the podcast. Without further delay, here's Tyler with his interview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Trio. Today's guest is Tyler Lovin who is a student here at Colorado State University and a participant of the TRIO Academic Advancement Center program. Tyler, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's so It was great catching up with you uh, in the TRIO Day celebration. It's, it, it was a great event, and uh, you were a participant of TRIO AAC. Uh, you were able to share a little bit about your story at CSU, and I got to learn through you that you're a huge Patriots fan. Yes. So, yeah. How, how did that come to be? How, how are you a huge, huge Patriots fan? Um, well, growing up, like, like me, Colorado natives, I grew up in a Denver Bronco household. Oh, yeah? And, um, especially during the time when John Elway was the big star quarterback. Yeah. Um, as, we, as he retired, um, um, you know, I, I saw that the team wasn't doing so well, and they, they've been struggling ever since, and... So I, I wasn't really quite satisfied with with how things were, uh-huh. and so I started looking around, seeing what other teams there are that do well, and, and I found that the Patriots do well, and we we haven't always done as well as we have um, pre Brady era, era um, but ever since he came in, it's been fantastic. Rest is history. Yeah, it's been a, a big ride for Patriots fans. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I mean, like like pretty much every every fan, um, I'm a little nervous to see how we do after he retires, but I, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you decided to do a follow up podcast, which I'm very very happy with because a lot of students like to get their story out there, like they like one on one interviews because it really gives them a chance to talk about their journey and their uh, their journey and their way up to uh, post-secondary education, which that's the goal for a lot of TRIO programs. Now, you're a participant of the TRIO Academic Advancement Center. Remind us a little bit, if, if folks who, are, who, haven't, who haven't heard the episode, uh, a little bit of background about you, and then we'll go from there. 
I'm well, well, growing up in like middle school and high school, I, my school didn't have betrayal program, which is, which is unfortunate because uh, there's a lot of students out there, people who wanted to go to college growing up but could never make that a, a um, attainable goal because of lack of knowledge of like how financial aid works or they just simply couldn't afford to be able to go to college. Um, fortunately, I was I went to um, Job Corps about eight years ago. Uh -huh. um, and it, it was hard, but it was actually the best decision of my life because everything that happened afterward is how I heard about TRIO, about going to college. Uh, my mom is a TRIO alum. She encouraged me to go to school and get into the program. And when I first started going to school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, like every, everyone that first gets into their college. Um, but as I progressed, I realized that I wanted to help people. I wanted to work, work with people and, and um, be on the autism spectrum. I realized that I wanted to help specifically people people like me who struggle to get serv services that are needed for adults on the spectrum. And, and while services have improved over the last few decades, there's still limited services for people beyond 21. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, what I want to do is um, I want to help bring those services that are available and expand them into small areas where they're not access very accessible and um, TRIO has helped me tr tremendously with, with that um, like they've helped like at the community college they helped me find help me find schools um, like with a lot of the TRIO programs at the community college um, they take us on um, transfer tours to different universities and when I was looking at transferring, is between here at CSU and that Am State down in San Luis Valley. And so I, so I first went to Am State. Um, and I took tour. I looked around, and I liked it. It was all, it was all right. Um, but it just, I just didn't feel that instant connection to the campus. Mm -hmm. Not that it was not a good school, but I just didn't feel that connection. But I came here to CSU, and and I and I loved everything about it, the resources, the the faculty, the academics, and I really liked seeing the trio office. And like, wow, there's so much here. Yeah, yeah. And and so I was like, it's like kind of like my sweetheart of colleges in a way. Um, and so I visited more and, and all that and, and when it came down to the wire of finishing my associate's degree I, and to apply here at the university, um, my advisor and I, um, we contacted the um, transfer office um, several times and I'm sure they got sick of us after a while. Um, <laughs> and, but, um, 
yeah, we got the paperwork filled out, um, uh, all my transcripts sent up, and there's that moment of waiting after everything was done, and, you know, that normal nerve-wracking, uh, am I going to get in, am I not? And also, I didn't think I'd get accepted, mm-hmm. and then I sat down for dinner one night, and I got an email saying, welcome to CSU. Wow. That must have been a real highlight moment for you, yeah. getting an acceptance. Yeah, yeah, I was really excited. Um, my family was, was excited. And uh, and once I got that email, my, my first thoughts were, what's next? What do I need to do now? And so I got in touch with my, uh, with my academic advisor, and he helped me guide through everything else that I needed to do, apply for the trio program here. Make sure everything's set for graduation and for transfer. Um, as far as like um, academics, um, getting me signed up for orientation, housing, and and, the, and it was just a it was a challenging experience, but I'm I'm glad I did it, and I'm really happy to be here at CSU. Yeah, well, and we're very glad to have you. Uh, uh, here on the podcast, talking to you, uh, to Tyler about his story. Uh, so Tyler, a- a- at home, are you are you first generation? You're the first one in your family to go to college. No, um, my mom, she went to um, the same community college I went to. That's where she started out. Um, then she transferred to CSU Pueblo. Mm-hmm. Um, she got um, she has art degrees and focusing on ceramics and sculpture, mm-hmm. and and she was part of the trio programs at both schools, and um, and that's and as I said earlier, that's how I got into the program because of her. Yeah. And her encouragement through this through the enterprise. Um, and and the, just like the trio staff here, the trio staff at the community college were very helpful. Um, they. Um, they did the, they do their job they um, they help you through the entire process from of, of transferring to another college from the moment you apply right up till the moment you're act, actually attending the university and, and, and um, th- those advisors were really great and now that I'm here um, it's just been a continuation of of great advisors and great support, like I, I could just I could go to an advisor and have a load of my issues of the day, and they take they take it with great stride and help me through it, and and I'm nothing but grateful for their support. Fantastic, and right now you're studying. What is it that you're studying at CSU? I'm currently a um, psychology major, but I'm currently switch- currently thinking about switching to um, human development and family studies. All right, right on. Uh, and you said that earlier uh, you have been inspired to work with people in the autism spectrum because uh, you identify uh, with that population and you feel like uh, you can make significant contributions there. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about that experience and uh, if you want? Kind of talk to us about how was that, how was how was that like growing up? 
Um, well, well, like normal um, autism family, um, it's it, there. There's been a there's there was um a lot of struggles to get me the right help, both with within the school district and and outside. Um, I was, you know, um, I, I was diagnosed when I was three. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I was officially diagnosed, my mom um, was somehow was in, found out about Temple Grandin, and um, she's been following her work ever since. And and um, and because of Dr. Grandin, um, she was she was able to find um, other resources within my hometown um, as far as like speech therapy, occupational therapy to get me where I am and uh, as well as IEPs to help me to succeed in school and, and and I'm sure getting all the resources for me weren't easy for her but, um, but I'm actually really thankful to, to be where I am and to be not only be where I am but be able to come to college because not a lot of, I mean, I mean, it's becoming more popular for people with, with autism to go to college. It's still a struggle for families to um, see what, what options there are and how they can get help. Yeah. Especially with families of young children just getting diagnosed. Like, and they're just like, what, what? What does the future hold for my child or for my family member? And and talking with other people who have children like like me, um, talking talking about it with them kind of gives them hope for their child to have a bright future, or I should say a brighter future. And and um, ever since my and my mom. Well, first told me about Dr. Grandin when I was at when I was at Job Corps because um, um, she gave a um, presentation at CCP and my mom was like if you want if you want I could get you I'll bring you out here and you can meet her I was like okay so I went out so I took a bus out there I met Dr. Grandin mm-hmm. and I and that was the first time I ever heard of her yeah and um, and. And I was really impressed by how well she's she's done, especially for for her growing up with with even less resources than I I've had, and it's and and, and you know like many and many families and individuals, she's been a great ins- inspiration for my family and for me and. Countless others, mm-hmm. and it's because of her work that has greatly influenced on what I want to do. Like if she can, she's made. I mean, I'll, I'm, honestly, I don't make it. I don't expect to make a big of impact as she has, but if I can make a, at least a fraction of the impact, then then I, I I feel like my life will be successful to at least someone. And you know, it goes along with that saying, you may not be able to change the world, but if you 
impact one person's life, they change their world. And if I can make that impact for just one person, then I've done my job in helping them succeed and be helpful in whatever, whatever way that, that, that they go, whether it be college, join trio, or get into the workforce. want to be able to do that for someone else. Yeah, that's amazing. First, uh, you got to meet uh, Dr. Temple Grandin, who is a celebrity here at Colorado State University, uh, a vet, uh, and she is um, amazing uh, at what she does. Uh, how was that experience like, getting to meet someone uh, to talk to and to see that, you know, you were able to relate to that person? Um, it was actually, it's actually been great. Um, actually, um, back at the community college, I was taking an English class. Um, and and I had to write a paper, and in this paper I had to interview people within my field. Mm-hmm. And I figured, oh, this is gonna be a long shot to try to get a hold of Dr. Grandin, but I'm gonna give it a try anyway. Uh-huh. So I called up to the department and said, hey, this is who I am, this is where I'm calling from, this is why I'm calling, is she in? And the lady said, well, no, but if you give me your, your information, I'll be happy to pass it on. Okay, cool. I, so I gave him my information, and after I hung up the phone, I was like, you know what, I'm probably going to have to fake my way through this interview, because, <laughs> you know, Temple's so busy, and probably, sure. and jokingly, jokingly, I thought, she's she's too famous for me, and um, and so I got a phone call on my ID later that night, it's like, who's calling me at this hour? <laughs> and so I picked up the phone, and I was like, hello, the person said, is this Tyler? Yes, it is. Who is this? This is Temple Grandin. Oh wow! Oh wow! Thank you so much for getting back in touch with me. Um, um, and I had a set of interview questions to ask her. And unfortunately, I was able to to ask her all the questions, but yeah. um, I was able to ask her a couple questions, and she answered them. And and she also gave me some great advice, and that was just a major highlight me because not only did she help me out with my paper but she helped me out with my career and and it was just a awesome opportunity to do that and and I honestly felt on top of the world yeah yeah so that interview really kind of it seemed like it changed everything for you it it made you look at uh, not only the university but overall how resources are used to assist students yeah wow that's amazing Um, And so you transferred over uh, from a community college over to Colorado State University. How was that transition for you? Did you find it difficult after you transferred? I know you said at the the beginning of the podcast, you said that the the transfer experience was, you know, having to wring your hands a little bit, trying to figure out whether or not you're going to get accepted. But after everything that you've you've experienced, how has that transition um, been for you? Um, Well, once I got accepted... um my my first thought was, you know, what do I do now? Um, but, um, my advisor helped me. Um, like I said, um, he gave me a, a timeline for each each section of what I needed to do. Like, let's start here, then come here. Um, like our our first steps were um, getting finding me some sort of housing. 
And um, we were both under the understanding that if I sent my paperwork saying what, what I was diagnosed with, then I would be able to live in dorms at a cheaper rate. Mm-hmm. And I later learned after I moved in that that wasn't true. And while, and while the university and housing will accommodate based on disability needs, they don't accommodate like financial financially like mm-hmm. making that um, reduced cost based on disability. And while that, that was unfortunate, um, I chose to just stick, stay there for the rest of the semester so I could at least have a little bit of experience with the dorm life. And, um, and uh, that was a um, interesting experience. Um, but, um, to kind of bring it back to topic, um, I, I figured out housing. Um, the next thing to do was um, figure out um, what my, um, what was I doing next? Um, what, what orientation to sign up for with the university and I signed up for that. Um, my mom attended that with me and she was just as blown away as I was when I first visited the university. And she really, she was really impressed by the universe, by the campus, by the academics, the support that was here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, um, and she, and we both really have enjoyed it here. Um, Unfortunately, she wasn't able to be with me here, and that, and not, it's not that I expected to be here because you know that that's a challenge to bring your family up. So, so I've been here. Um, through, like like most students, um, being away from home, and and um, it's it's been really great having not only someone here that's close, but having someone back home kind of cheering me on and and um, she's been and her advice has been really helpful as well um, you know given that she's also she was a alum, alum student um, and I learned through the last office I was with um, the director there um, um, gave me a fun fact that um, John T. Norris, mm-hmm. um, with an investigation discovery, he he's a trio alum as no, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy from uh, What Would You Do and yeah. all those other shows. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I found that ra- rather fun because um, I enjoy watching his shows and other investigation discovery programs on that channel. Um, but anyway, um, um, so dorm life. Um, uh, it was an interesting experience, um, but honestly, I felt a little out of place because I, I I'm a older student, um, and being in the dorms with younger people, I I honestly kind of felt like the grumpy old guy from down the street. <laughs> but you were so you're a non-traditional student in uh, coming into a university transfer, and you're having to adapt, right? To yeah. What seems to you like a younger population? Yeah, um, and like most people, with like on on the spectrum, challenge changes, are, big changes are challenging. You know, new environments, new habits, new routines. I have to learn, and and 
I was able to adjust, adjust all right. Um, just got advocated for myself a little bit more than I was yeah. used to at the community college. Um, got asked a lot more questions. Who do, I, who do I talk to about this? Who do I talk to about that? And a great start for me has always been TRIO with my, and asking my advisor, like, how do, I, how do I start this? How do I start that? Where do I find this resource? And, and she's been, and she's been extremely helpful. Um, in fact, um, Betty reminds me a lot of uh, an advisor I had I had um, at the community college, um, Sarah, um, and that Sarah she was amazing with me. Um, I like as an academic advisor. Um, we and um, when I first joined Trio, um, I was that quiet quiet guy. Um, only spoke a few words to people, just because I was just nervous. Like like normal college students are, but um, she was really able to bring me out of my shell. Um, we connected very well, um, and Sarah really, really knew how to motivate me in in a way um, that most people haven't. Um, we had some, we shared some common interests. Like we both enjoyed um, Bing Bing Theory, and. Um, and that was one way that she really motivated me was um, we quote lines from the show, mm-hmm. and um, and and um, and coming here, they um, she she um, she knows how to motivate me. I mean, not not in the sense that um, like we quote lines to each other from a show, but she knows how how to, um, how to. Take what I, what I what I'm going through each day and and trying to find connect me to different people and different resources and I'm I'm very grateful for both Sarah and Betty they they like I said before on in previous poc- in the previous podcast um they both have done their job very well and just go above and beyond. Yeah, they really do. I think the Trio Academic Advancement Center, uh, you you are you get to work with great staff over there, and uh, just my own experience with them has been nothing short of phenomenal. They they yeah. really go above and beyond, absolutely. So Tyler, uh, your experience with Trio Academic Advancement Center, uh, your involvement, um, what makes you passionate about being in the Trio programs? Um. Well, I, I'm passionate about the Trio because. Um, because it not only helps me immensely, but I, I've, I've seen it helps plenty of other people. And I've listened to your previous uh, episodes of this podcast and and seen how much uh, it's impacted you and how much it's impacted other people who have who have been guests on your show. And, and it's just been a fantastic opportunity, like, um, Last semester being my first semester, um, they've shown me they they've done um, different um, workshops and done different events. Like um, back in October, they took us on the um, 
uh, took us to one of the farms nearby to for the pumpkin patch. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, that that was really fun um, to do that. Um, that was no one were able to you know enjoy the festivities of um, of um, going to the, the corn maze and pick up pumpkins. Um, we were able to get you know a group photo. Um, but um, but yeah, um, I I enjoy how they they really go and do they while they they well the, they help us through our serious moments. They also have those fun activities um, like like that. Um, they I like how they work with um, Havoc to bring in how have those volunteers bring in their pets from home. Their finals week, and and that that and that and I I really enjoyed being here at TSU and being a part of the show program. Um, they and I, I always enjoy being in the office and hanging out with the advisors with the other students, and it's been really fun. Yeah, well, Tyler, your journey uh, as a student who identifies uh, with the. With the in the autism spectrum, and your your serve as an inspiration. I think that um, having to talk to Temple Grandin, which is amazing, by the way, that you were able to do that. Yeah. Um, and you were able to connect to campus and bring out the best version of you to really continue your studies. And now you want to go to HDFS. And sorry, I'm using acronyms. HDFS is Human Development uh, Family Studies, like Tyler said earlier, and. Um, you're willing to give back to a community that you know needs a lot of resources and needs a lot of assistance. Um, and yeah, you just serve as a, as a great role model and a great inspiration for them. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, since Temple's been a huge influence in my life, um, other than sports figures, um, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if, if Temple's been such an influence on my um on so many lives, I, I've always, I've, you know, there have been nights where I thought about how, how much of an impact have I made thus far, just talking about, like, talking about the struggles that not only I've gone through, but other, what other people have gone through, you know, how, how much of an impact have, have I alone made on, like, friends, um, growing up, and, uh, and like, like if I if I if I can make an impact somehow, then I, you know, like I said, I I'm, I'll be a pretty I'll, I'll I feel like I've I, I feel like I've done something right, you know, in the yeah. right direction. Absolutely. So as we wrap up our podcast, Tyler, is there anything that you would like to say to listeners out there? Uh, who are listening to your story and listening to what you have to say? Uh, is there any parting words you'd like to to say for this podcast? Um, don't give up. Um, I know. I know. Seeing things may seem hard now, but there, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and and just keep pushing through, um, and don't give up. Your, because your story may, may um, be the key to open someone else's door. I like that. That's really cool. Um, 
we'd love to follow up with you again to do another uh, podcast series, see where you're at at that point. Um, if, you, if you're okay with it, would you like to tell the audience when you're possibly graduating? Um, I, I might be graduating with, by 2021, maybe 22. Okay. Um, I'm not quite sure yet, um, but hopefully within the next couple or half, three years. Hopefully the uh, Patriots uh, continue the winning streak for your sake. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Um, uh, just so you know, FYI, I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan, so... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I, I, can, I almost felt that coming. I almost felt that coming. Um, but uh, we, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Uh, we definitely want to do a follow-up and see how things are going for you at that point. Like I said, uh, maybe the Patriots continue their streak. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, hopeful, I'm hopeful that uh, Cam Newton goes, regains his form and uh, tries to really lead the Panthers back to uh, at least some prominence. Um, anything else that you would like to talk about before we wrap this entire thing up? Um, I think I covered it all. Cool. Um, anything else you'd like to add to this? Um, thank you for having me on. Absolutely, Tyler. It was my pleasure. What a great interview. I want to again thank Tyler for coming on to the podcast and sharing his story on Let's Talk Trio. Uh, his story is very unique in that he got to meet a, uh, a celebrity at Colorado State University, uh, Temple Grandin, who is widely recognized as um, a great instructor, professor, and to get a personal call from someone uh, of that caliber, it's, uh, it's magnificent and great. Uh, so we're very excited for the upcoming schedule. We have various former participants, current staff. I'm really excited about uh, upcoming interviews with uh, Spencer and with uh, Clovis Community College. Uh, Trina Wally might have somebody else as well. With Carmen Rivera, who is, again, with the Vice President for Student Affairs Office. Uh, I'm excited for that interview as well. We both share uh, some some commonalities here and there, and uh, I think in the interview it'll be a little bit more apparent. I am also uh, looking forward to collaborating with the Upper Bound programs here at Colorado State University. So we've been talking it up, and it's been this thing that's been uh, just kind of growing in the back. Background. Uh, we've, been, we've been talking with the staff uh, at Upward Bound, Jose and Sean, to see if we can interview some students from the Upward Bound program and they can be on the podcast to share their experiences and share their stories, uh, which would be magnificent uh, to do. So we're going to make that into a podcast series or a little mini series within the podcast. So again, I just want to say a thank you to uh, my colleagues. Uh, John and Amelia for being very flexible and allowing this podcast to move uh, as it needs to. A special thanks to our honorary co-host, Roderick Chambers, for all of his support and for his guidance through this podcast. Special thanks to Scott Kendall, who is tech advisor. And not to take away anything from my colleagues, because uh, Amelia and John do an excellent job of keeping me level and making sure that this podcast continues to grow. I want to send a special shout out to the uh, Colorado chapter of Aspire for continuing to support us. A special thanks to the Council for Opportunity and Education for believing in this podcast and for continuing to share it on their social medias and for uh, allowing me to record these stories and, and broadcast them to the larger audience. We would love to have you on the podcast. So if you want to be a part of the Let's Talk Trio program, get in touch with me via Facebook. Send us a message and say, hey, I'm interested in sharing my story. We are currently working on trying to expand away from Colorado. So if you're from Texas, California, Alaska, from wherever, we would love to get your story here on Let's Talk Trio. An inspirational quote to end our program. 
Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. Walt Whitman. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you on the next one.